0: This is what I've seen in the four weeks since infection.
1: People killing people, which is much what I saw in the four weeks before infection and the four weeks before that and before that as far back as I care to remember. People killing people, which to my mind, puts us in a state of normality right now. It's all part of the plan.
2: What is your major malfunction, numbnuts?
1: And I'm Aaron from Empty Streets and you are listening to the metal. Head of God podcast. Don't worry if you don't make it out alive.
0: back to the Metalhead Head of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me today is the one, the only, I guess Justin decided not to talk.
2: Oh, I didn't know which one was first. <laughs> You're
0: always <laughs> first. <laughs> <I'm the laughs> guy. Yeah. <laughs> we have Vernon with us.
2: And What's up?
0: We have the man, the myth, the legend, Big Smoke with us on the show. What's up, buddy?
1: Hey. What's happening, Kim folk?
2: Welcome yeah. back, my brother. Welcome back.
1: It's good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. Of
2: course, man. Of course. You've had a you've had a hard day, a rough day. What you been doing?
1: I, it wasn't rough. Uh, it was uh, I mowed the yard, so. Sure. But it was cool. You know what I'm saying? It's only like three acres worth of grass, and I got a zero turn mower, and I listened to my daytime reggae playlist. So it was pretty cool. That's
0: all right. This motherfucker said he got, uh, it's only three acres. I'm bitching for like a, a half a square I got over here, you know? And he's got, I got three acres to cut. It's no big deal. It's so not a, so I'm,
2: I'm guessing you don't have an electric mower then, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the <best> <laughs> it's a
1: cup cadet. You don't have a three-mile extension cord? Nah, nah. So you,
2: need to, you need to do what I did, man. I replaced all my grass with artificial turf.
1: You know I thought about that uh I got one I went one further. I'm gonna replace my three acres with my bus. No, there nice. You go. <laughs> uh, nice. Just waiting on the bus conversion to get back and then I'm hitting the road.' You're nice. doing the
0: shit man that's gonna be great. yeah, I was gonna ask I was like how's that uh how's that gonna start out for you, man? You're gonna start touring or what you doing?
1: Oh hell no, oh no, I'm, you're
0: just going out of a vacation like heading out.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm heading out for the life vacation, man.
0: Oh, that's um, awesome, dude.
1: Yeah, no, I'm retired from touring uh COVID, you know, sent me into retirement early. And uh no complaints. I was kind of sick of it anyway. And uh, to be honest with you, I mean, shit, I've been doing it so long it's like how how much longer can you get on the stage and like sing the same songs and people are like, play neighbors. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just, I'm, you know, it get, it got old after a while. It was awesome, you know, but I'm super excited about like my next chapter.
2: Yep.
1: Uh, so, you know, that's where I'm, that's what my future. Is. Moving on to the now time, and uh, we're going to go out to Oklahoma and do some farming for a few seasons and uh spend some time there getting educated uh, a little bit more educated on on you know the cannabis industry and then we're gonna kind of take off up north northwest uh probably going to canada probably hit cali and you know uh canada and then alaska
2: dude that's cool that's a hell of a vacation
1: yeah man and then you know we'll just kind of figure it out from there. Probably head back down south. Uh, really, I'm running. I'm running from the cold and chasing the you know 80 degree weather. All right. And, uh, for once in my life, I'm like I got the freedom, uh, and I got the the you know I'm comfortable enough to where I can just kind of do whatever I want to do. So right. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take advantage of that man before you know my time my TikTok is up. And uh, for me, that's you know wanting to travel uh you know i've always got to travel because of being on tour but i never got to go where i wanted to go i had to go where i was hired to go and then of course if you've ever been on tour you know that once you get there it's load in sound check go to the hotel try to you, find something to eat see anything uh, <laughs> never never really get to see anything you know what i'm saying
0: yeah so that's Now you get to do what you want to do. Go, go travel around and hang out and do, you know, the things that you want to do.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like I I just turned 45 a couple months ago. Feels like a good time to kind of like retire. And then if, you know, for no other reason than I can, and I thought it was pretty cool that I, that I could retire at 45. My dad had to work till shit. He was like six, was he 68 before he retired.
2: Yeah. That's Jesus.
1: You know, and he was fucking miserable ab- about it. You know, it's like he did. He was in the Navy for 27 years and then had to go work another no. long-ass job, you know, for yeah, like a third... for 27
2: years in the Navy. That should have been.
1: Boom. That should have gotcha. yeah. been. You should have been able to kick back and do whatever. Like I served, you know, almost three decades for the our country. I think I'll go and relax and enjoy my life. And I think if he would have been able to do that, he would have done it. So for no other reason than like for my dad, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to take this opportunity that I know I've been blessed with and, uh, I'm going to adventure, you know, Hell I got yeah. nothing, nothing to lose.
0: Hey man, you taking it nice. for all of us. Look, I'm 46, man. And I, I got no retirement in, in my future at all. So do it for me, bro. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> and what is retirement? Like, right. What, what, what are we talking about? Like we're putting back a, a few grand a month you know that we can afford to not blow on shit that we want to do right now and then maybe we're if we're lucky we're old enough to where we get to actually fucking touch it if not we we die and then somebody comes along and scams that money Um, yep exactly (laughs) our kids you know my mom she just turned 82 back in me and her both have a birthday in february so oh, cool, cool. she turned nice. 82 i turned 45 and she's like she's no she's a tough old bird but she's no spring chicken you know what i'm saying yeah, right, and right. she had uh she had an accident in december where she had wrecked her car broke her leg oh, really, it really fucked her up you know what i'm saying and you, you don't realize that until you're watching someone at like 82 break a leg and then you know like you have to take care of that person cuz that's your mother your my dad he passed away 11 years ago uh right. so my mom is my responsibility you know and then you i'm taking care of her and i'm i'm paying attention to like my dad had paid in on this like crazy insurance that was supposed to take care of my mom like no matter what and uh all this stuff and like none of that shit came in handy like none of it was yeah. applicable to this incident And I was like, man, what in the fuck were they paying for all these years, these thousands of dollars, you know, that they can't even get home like a home nurse to pop out for? So uh, this is the best protection scam out there, man. It's so crazy. And as as like uh, America, I mean, I guess more than Americans, I don't know if people have insurance in other countries. I've never lived there. Uh, But as Americans, we're all subject to this scam right even like with car insurance and it being a law that you got to have car insurance like dealing with her car insurance was such a fucking scam that we pulled our entire family I told him I said I'm pulling my entire bloodline out of this company and you'll never get our money again and you've been getting our money for over 40 years and the reason why I'm going to pull us out of here is because you don't give a fuck yep like you, 40 year customer you know what i'm saying a whole bl- like three generations my parents me and my kids all have our car insurance through the same local fucking clown and then this accident happens and then they treat us like absolute shit and i'm like yo no you know world. what in the world man there is none I'm and like, and I
2: would I would guess they probably didn't even care that you did that. No, they, know, didn't. they didn't because they a got fuck. millions
1: more. You know that's what I'm saying. I pulled out and they were like, hmm, "We don't no, care." No, and right, I was like, yeah, yeah, "Yeah, that's why I'm leaving. That's why I'm doing but it." Yeah, you don't you care. care if I pooped on your desk. Yeah, care I, yeah, Bro, man. Listen, you know I act a fool, right? When shit <laughs> don't go my way, you can imagine I act a plum. Fool, especially in my hometown, man, you can't tell me shit. So (laughs) they got people, the guys coming from the back. I'm up there raising my voice because they're just they're careless on top of not handling the situation like a professional should with the care that you should in that situation. On top of all that dumb shit, they lost like my power of attorney documentation that i had my wife had given them and they were like well she didn't give it to us i was like motherfucker i know for a fact she came up here and gave it directly to you lady right. who lost our very important paperwork and the cracks of some system and i was like you know what Th- this is why every one of y'all and i had to bite my tongue before i threatened anybody Cause I was about to say that's why somebody needs to come up here and pour gas on everybody and just kick a match out. <laughs> but I said this is why your company won't be in business much longer.
0: I, I this, like your style, man. I like your style. You didn't say you were to come in there and shoot anybody. You said you were going to come in there and pour gas on the motherfuckers and burn them up. Yeah,
1: because I'm not <laughs> bullets are hard to come by. That's gas right. Is just you yeah, know you don't saying? want to. You don't
0: want to waste your bullets, man.
1: Yeah, and I'm not gonna waste the
2: fire. Yeah, exactly. You know, gas price is going up, man.
1: That's i get them all with a
2: gallon. <laughs> just fill up a squirt gun. Yeah. Up a super, nah, man, it's,
1: it, it's because of that situation, though, with my mom and just me being in, for once in my life, a grown-ass situation as a 45-year-old man with an elderly mother and, like, these kinds of concerns that all of us are going to have to deal with at some point in our life. Like, it was just, it, I'm in a good position mentally to where I'm woke enough to, like, analyze everything yeah. and yeah. learn from it instead You're of, like, who's like cool <laughs> and shooting the place up. The old me would have <laughs> <laughs> blew that place to the ground. The new me is trying to go in there and, like, I want to have a marketing meeting with them and tell them how they can better their business by being more caring. But, you know, nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody this,
2: listens. This is a very adult conversation for the MH. Hey, well, man. hey man wrong <laughs>
1: folks only up in here.
2: I was today, just gonna know?
0: say, man, I was gonna say you look, I know how you feel, man. Like look, I lost my dad at, at the age of nineteen. All right. My dad died when I when I was nineteen. Um and then
1: that's too soon.
0: Yeah, man, it was crazy. Like I, you know, so I didn't, soft. I hadn't even done shit in my life before him, you know, and like, but fuck up a little bit. So it was kind of like I never had that chance to have him, like, you know, what? I'm proud of you for doing this. I'm proud of you for doing yeah. that. Not that I don't think he would, uh, you know, wasn't proud of me as a dad. I'm just saying, you like I, to me personally, I didn't have that feeling of like I couldn't show him my accomplishments. You know,
1: it was too soon. You weren't, you weren't supposed to. Right just fuck up until well i mean i kept fucking up till i was like 30 so well that's
0: what i was saying i was like you know most of my friends will fuck up till he's 30 years old man and I'm, I'm here having to pay house notes and help my mom you know with with, with insurances and shit and you know so right. i i got all that stuff and then
1: uh you you experienced all of it at an early age then.
0: yeah and then my mom got sick uh and started being able to, like, couldn't walk very much and this and that. So, I was dealing with that when when, when she was in her 60s. When well, she passed away about six years ago. No, five years ago. Five years ago. And, uh, you know, so th- I had to deal with all that during that point, you know. So, I, I completely understand That's the the insurance problem. is. Elder. Yeah. I mean, I can understand dealing with the insurance companies. And then I'm still battling with fucking idiots about like the house I'm living in because these idiots are are, are telling me, you know, they can't put my name on the house, but I'm paying the fucking house note, but it's still under my mom's name, but I'm on the, on the bill that I get in. It says, you know, in care of me. And I'm like, guys, if you don't put my name on the note, you can't really get no money from me. I don't have to pay it. I could just squat in this (laughs) motherfucker forever. If you want You know, it's my house.
1: That's the trickiest of them all is when it comes to, like, the property and shit. Yeah. Because I live on a—I've been living on my family's farm for the past 21 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. And I never put put the farm in my name, kept it in my mom's name the whole time for a a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Right? Basically, G-code first. I leave everything in my mama's name. Uh, and then now it's to the point where it's like she's wanting to put the farm in my name because I'm not touring anymore. So she's not worried about, you know, an accident on tour, somebody taking the farm. So and, and then I talked to my accountant about it. And it's like stupid taxes that I'm going to have to pay just for my mom to put the property in my name. Yeah. I'm just going to have to inherit it when she passes.
0: Yep. That's basically
1: with that so it's like it's real but if something happens to her and she winds up in a nursing home or assisted living which i would never let happen i would just make her my life until there was no more um but if that was the case which it is for a lot of people then they take your equity you know what i'm saying so they'll come after the property like five years back it doesn't matter like if you sell that your kid and then then in a five to seven year period you wind up in a home they can still come back and take your property it's yes, such sir. a weird weird uh like oh program that they have us in
0: here just say man they're a bunch of fucking conniving assholes and they're just trying to drain everybody and take every little bit of what we can say is ours
2: all all, all we've got
1: is what we work worked That's for true. all of our lives and but it isn't ours it's always somebody it's else's no
0: what, yeah it's not ours
1: yeah well, this is why I'm detaching from property and I'm just going to live on a bus Smart, there you go, man. because I'm like, okay, I don't want to pay your property tax. Like if I, if I own the property, I don't know why I'm paying taxes on right. it. I'm taking care of it. Like I, I understand to a certain extent, but like not the way that we're all being milked the way that we are. Oh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have a hard time with the, like, um, uh, the program that, we live in as a society and then i have an even harder time with uh the perpetuation of domestication from generation to generation full of ignorance
2: man that that, that rhymed man. i was gonna
0: say that's a good song lyric right there dude
1: bro that's what i'm supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, vernon's, it's like vernon's joining <laughs> this vernon you know what i'm talking about though right because do you i'm have- just I, I do have one yeah okay how old uh she's what is she seven eight ten yeah okay. she's, still, <laughs> she's through the Christmas Santa Claus shit yeah and she thinks that there's Santa Claus yeah who taught her that me who taught you that my mom who taught her that uh Santa so, yeah, see, it's that same Mickey Mouse shit that was, like, passed down. Our parents are the first people that ever lied to us. Yep, you're right. <laughs> you're damn right. And it's about and it's about Santa Claus, or it's about Jesus, or about Tooth Fairy, or about an Easter Bunny. Or I don't about- know
2: what you guys are talking about, man. They're all fucking real. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, well, my point is, is that, like, my parents were taught about Christmas and Santa and presents and all that shit. They raised me and my brother a birthdays, celebrating with a cake. You know what I'm saying? It's always sugar, sugar, sugar. Uh, you know, cake for a birthday, um, presents for Christmas, candy for Easter. I don't know how that even connects with the resurrection.
2: Well, <laughs> after, after, after loaves and fishes, everybody was craving something sweet. So You're fucking you fucking stupid.
1: I believe that, but <laughs> how has it been commercialized into what it is? You know. Well,
0: well I mean, I want to know I how think, eggs eggs came along from a rabbit too. Like, what the hell is that yeah.
1: about? Right. It's it's so twisted, bro. It's like paganistic shit under the skin that we don't even know because we've been domesticated into this commercialized society. You see it every time the season changes. Fucking Walmart flies a whole different flag. It's like bam, it's fall, here comes Halloween, bam, it's Thanksgiving, here comes Christmas, bam, New Year's. Boom, it's back 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 in here college. how did how yes. did Easter get the money? Yeah, throwing it out and dropping
2: knowledge. It came from the druids. The druids, one of their high gods, was actually a rabbit, and they would cut them for things that they had. They would give the rabbit eggs from the chicken. And they would write little uh runic symbols and stuff on these eggs. And, and
0: <laughs> Holy shit, that's a yeah. big dog. Who dog. let the dogs
1: out? Man. Sorry,
2: there's someone at the... Speaking of the new house.
1: Uh, so, okay. yeah, man, it's just weird to me. And I'm trying... What I'm trying to do as a human being right now for myself and before it's extremely too late for my children because they're oh, 18 okay. and 22. Sure. Uh, they going is, with you? No, they're not going with me. They got their own lives. Okay, like I was just just me, and, just me and my wife. Well, that's nice. Uh, man. That's going to be good for you guys to to reconnect on that type of level. It's going to be amazing. I mean, it is going to be so much fun. But, you know, for my kids, (laughs) I'm trying to reprogram them because I'm I'm guilty of the same perpetuation of domestication through generation, because I taught my children Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, you know, Jesus, whatever you want to say. I passed it down to them because it was told to me because it was told to my parents. And somewhere along the line, nobody like dug underneath the first couple of layers and, (laughs) and actually said, yo, what the fuck are we doing? Like, should we continue to put large amounts of sugar inside of our children once a year to make sure that they stay hooked on sugar all year long? Should we continue to, pretend that there's like this weirdo that comes down a fucking chimney and if you've been good then you're gonna get something but if you've been bad you get a piece of coal or you get on the naughty list like somewhere along the line somebody should have just analyzed all of this shit that was like passed down to us that nobody like fact checked and we should like put a stop to some of the programming that's going on yeah, this was this was right. wrong with society there's
2: a lot going on with that you know and it was a lot of those just saying a lot of those traditions a lot of those stories that have been twisted through the years came from so many different other cultures that instead of just changing them to fit uh
1: trying to incorporate those other cultures we just changed their beliefs to fit whatever to fit our economic world (laughs) yeah it's a it's all commercializing you know like that's what it's an it's opportunists, but who are the people that sat down around the table and said, "Here's what we're gonna do." I don't know.
0: Wayne, when. When, when did it happen? Hey man, look, you know what? Fuck off. I'm not that old. All right.
1: <laughs> Give us the stone facts.
0: Yeah, I gotta go. Get, hold on. Let me go get. Let me get the
1: stone tablets that we wrote yeah, that listen, shit in. Listen, we gotta check an email. You gotta pull out a scroll. <laughs>
0: Man, look, look, I don't know what happened, but um, Vernon, Vernon's there, but he got muted. So if he's talking, I can't hear him. I'm trying to figure out a way I, to I, unmute I him. I think the reason we don't
2: hear him is he has company at the front door. Well, I don't and know. I think it's because, uh, just so the, the dog in the background noise. Uh-huh. I think
1: that's what it was. But I'm sure he'll be back on. Do you think his... Device has its camera pulled up. Should I continue doing this in front <laughs> yeah. of the company? Right, go
0: Absolutely. for it. Go for it. it. Just do it. Just do, do it, it all the time. Good. Oh, that's all right.
2: The it's all good. Good. There is nothing wrong with cigarellos. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Ooh, yeah. The blunt. <laughs> blunt. So, <laughs> you know, not to just bunny trail down where my head has been <laughs> for the past uh, bunny trail. couple trail months. I saw um, what you but. Did there. I've been reading some really good literature, you know what I'm saying? I've been watching some documentaries, and I've just been absorbing information. And at the end of the day, I like to believe that I'm no dummy and that I'm not going to continue to get the wool pulled over my eyes. So, you know, small nah. small changes that are reprogramming. You know, I've been plant-based for over a year now. Yeah, yeah. you have,
2: man. It's worked out well for you.
1: Man. I've been juicing celery every day since last June. Wow. I, and It's worked for you. Have you, drank, or have you ever drank celery?
2: I have drank it one time. One mm. time. I like Did- the, the taste of it, but I for me at at, at the, that time, I never thought, oh, I'm going to do this every day. Well, see, I eat it. I eat it I, I raw. Eat, you I, know. I juice celery, uh, carrot, and apple. That was the thing I was doing. That's nice. That's, that's a good blend.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I do celery every day, like a sixteen ounce to a twenty two ounce glass, depending on how much my wife gives me. I get you. Yeah, well,
2: now I'm I'm in that house too, man. It depends on how much anything my wife gives me, whether it be dinner, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I got to give her the will because I my problem is you can still be a fat vegan. Mm-hmm. It's it's not hard Oreos are vegan. Um, French fries are vegan. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's like bread can be vegan. So, you know, mashed potatoes, uh, and they make a ton of plant-based shit that's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like the fake fake meats, you know, the impossibles and the beyonds and, uh, like the chi, uh, the, the pea protein chicken and shit like that they're now they're printing chicken. Um, at the end of the day, you're still just eating processed shit. Right?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the hard part is to get rid of the the processed stuff that we're, we're so easily
1: able to consume. Right. But the, the easy thing is is that you can make all that processed shit out of raw ingredients with yeah. just a little bit of work, you know right. what I'm saying? It still comes down to the convenience, is why you choose the processed. You know, well,
2: because... with with you doing what you're doing, the way you're living with your food, it's gonna make it a lot. I think, I, I don't know. I, I think that's gonna make it a, a little easier than some other people may have had to deal with when doing this type of traveling you're planning on doing. Because you're not gonna be looking for every McDonald's. You're not gonna be looking for,
1: no, Cracker Barrel. No, and I, you know. no man. <laughs> I got rice and beans and walnuts uh, and all the vegetables and fruits. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. Cool. Yeah. It's not like we're going to be traveling around nonstop. We're going to, like, post up in places. You know what I'm saying? For Like, we're going to go to Oklahoma and post up for, like, six months. And uh, then, you know, we'll – ain't no telling what we're going to do, man. I'm I'm retired, you know, from touring – uh, I'm still putting out music. I write music every day. I record right here. I mean, we're in my booth, right? You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is where I cut my vocals so uh and do my podcasts and shit. So um like I'm still putting music out and I'll have this set up on the bus. Like I'll oh, have, that's gonna be cool. If, yeah, if you know you know the road uh the podcaster pro, it's yeah. small. You yeah. get a cut, you know, I got four of these uh road uh, pod, the pod mics. And yep. and then my little stand there with the baffle built, you know, you don't really need a, a boost. Even though I got one, the baffle really does enough. It doesn't take much, as you know, to run a recording studio, a uh, podcast setup. I run my virtual meet and greets off of this same setup. So it's like I got four or five hustles um, you know, cutting features I, I edit video like i do everything on this whole setup so like i'm gonna have this in the bus and you know i just be posted up everywhere I, there's no telling what the fuck i might wind up doing you know
2: you're so, gonna you're gonna be finding a lot of amazing new things you're gonna be running into too so it's gonna give you a lot of material
1: oh, a lot, lot of inspiration yeah man i'm so excited for it man i'm just excited for life you know what i'm saying things are going so well so uh, what's
2: when, when is this bus supposed to get back for you? And, and when do you plan on hitting
1: it? I'm trying to hit out in like June, you know, cause my daughter, she turns 18 and it'll be 10 days tomorrow. She turns 18. Wow. That's my youngest kid. Wow, man. And then she graduates a month later, less than a month later, like three weeks after she turns 18, she graduates. Mm. So that's really my finish line, you know? it's gotcha. my responsibility uh to be here to see that through and she's already like a grown up she works a full-time job and she goes to school and she's about to go right into a local college here to a tech school uh and study business so like she's already got her shit together way better than I did at 18 i was a fuck up for a long time long time <laughs> uh but it's really just sticking around until she's uh graduated and then yeah. you yeah. know if the bus isn't ready by then I, me and my wife might take off for like a month and go to mexico nice I love mexico. hang out welcome, uh,
0: welcome back we vernon. Went-
1: what's that oh hey everybody yeah i
0: said well, <laughs> welcome back vernon <laughs>
2: Yeah. I was listening to everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know what cut off. I might it might have been when I was uh, trying to kick the volume down because somebody was knocking at the door trying to see if we have home security or some
1: shit. <laughs> Man, that was a setup. <laughs> um, Better watch out. Yeah, they trying to rob yeah, you. Yeah, I know. That's how they come through yeah. and get you. You know, there's two right. scams there. They either find out you ain't got it and they can come back and tap you, or they'll come back and sell you a real fucked up cheap. Amazon kit for three times the amount. Right. <laughs> you just walk up, you walk
0: into the door, you say you got home security, you pull out a gun. Yep. Now get the fuck away yeah. from me.
1: Right. <laughs> like, well, my AR, but you know I yeah. haven't shot it in a couple of hours.
0: You, you want you want you want to run around the yard for a minute? And let me see if I got. I'm good at this target practice. <laughs>
1: no, don't do any of that. It's terrible. No, terrible.
0: no, no, children, do not listen to us. <laughs> we are bad influences.
1: Good to have you back. Glad that you were listening. You know, we were just, uh, we were talking about traveling. You know, I just got back from Cancun. How do you like nice. I like nice. You know, this was my second time in Cancun. First time I was there, it was on the back end of a 16-day trip through Mexico. So I was tired as hell when I got to Cancun, and it was in the middle of summer. So it was just hot as balls but me and my wife just went for like six days and uh it was it was beautiful you know it was it was beautiful it was her birthday and i was like you know what babe we've been sitting corona sitting still on the farm we done grew two gardens and like built a fucking log cabin and done all this stuff you know what i'm saying like realigned our chakras and got ourselves healthy and like fuck it, let's put, leave these masks on for what four hours and hop on a plane and go mm. to Cancun. We got a condo there and some friends there. Like, let's just slide down and like break away. We've earned it, you know. We've we sure followed the instructions for like a solid year. It was like to the date, March twelfth is was uh, her birthday. Oh cool, <laughs> and it was to the date that's when we canceled our, our first show for COVID. So we sat pretty still for an entire year and I was like, you know what? We've earned this. Let's go down there. So we shot down to Cancun. It was a fucking easy trip. The masks and all that wasn't a big deal, you know? Uh, But I got down there and I unpacked my luggage and I realized that I didn't pack any underwear. All All right. right. So you were free balling. Well, I had the one pair that I flew in. You know? All right. So I I was like, man, that sucks. Uh, but I got this one pair, and who cares? It's Cancun. I'll wash them in the sink if I need to. And <laughs> hang them on the balcony. We're like side condo. So, you know, it would dry real easy. Cancun, anything will dry up quick. So wasn't a big deal. But midnight rolled around. Me and my wife were chilling. I was like, babe, let's go out blaze on the balcony underneath the moonlight listen to the ocean blah, blah blah she's like yeah yeah let's go out there i slid out the balcony door we're on the third story you know it's a thursday night uh not a lot popping uh spring break is the first day of spring break or whatever so i slid out on the balcony you know about to blaze up she walks out shuts the balcony door click the motherfucker oh. locks
2: Oh fuck!
0: <sighs> oh no <sighs>
1: I'm I'm in that one pair of underwear that I got, right? That's all I got on. <laughs> got on like a drug rug hoodie and some little shorts and shit. And she was like, Oh shit, did that just lock? And I was like, I think so. So I start messing with the door. You know, we ain't got no phone on us. Right by the bed, there's our phone. It's like playing the sex playlist and everything. You can hear it. Can't and the door won't open. I'm like, shit, the door won't open. <laughs> Um, so we're stuck on a balcony on the third floor. It's midnight, right? I'm like, happy birthday, by the way, (laughs) Uh, this may be how we die. (laughs) We got no water, you know, we were just walking out on the balcony, you know, smoke a joint, have, you know, make out, come back in, hit the bed. Then it just happened to be that they're having like some hurricane and it's like just blowing right against me. And it's not that warm at midnight in, uh, when was this March? Yeah. Um, Cancun, in, in it gets chilly. yeah, it gets chilly at night and this wind is like really ripping my nipples up. And I'm like, <laughs> it, after an hour of being out there and I mean, I'm beating on this fucking door. I'm to the point where a I'm gonna break the door and I'll just pay for it. Right. Cause I don't want to die out there. There's no neighbor on either side. I tell I tell SB, I'm like, yo, I'm just going to climb down. And it's a two-story condo. I said, I'm just going to climb down to the next level. And she's like, but, baby, there's no balcony on our first floor. It's just it goes down to the next balcony. So I was like, oh, shit, I was about to die just then. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to do that. Well, finally, somebody comes out. We flag them down, let them know, like, yo, we're stuck up here. They go get security. Security comes the the deadbolt on the door is locked.
0: Oh, fuck!
1: They, they don't have a deadbolt key, right? So so this starts to happen. Um, <laughs> all, of sudden, I, all of a sudden, you know, I told my wife, I said, I've been holding the joint the whole time, right? Because as soon as the door lock I never like, relit it, but I never put it down. I said, you know what? I'm going to light this back up. And if I do somebody's going to show up. That's the way that works. <laughs> so I lit the joint. I sat there, I hit it. I passed it to her. She grabbed it. And then I heard something behind me. I looked up and it's this little Mexican on the roof. He says, hola, senor. And I was like, wham, I told you somebody would show up. So he was like, <laughs> he was like, yo, did you check this? The spare door, was, spare door where <laughs> and behind these hurricane shutters that he pulled back was an, was like a, a sub-wall access door. What? He went through that door in between the walls of the condo, still something I would have never been able to pull, pull off. <laughs> this was a very small, very limber Mexican gentleman. Um, he shimmies down the wall and pops out of like a microw- microwave door-sized panel in our kitchen, and then runs up and lets it <laughs> in.
2: Well, that, that's to let you know that he probably did that while you were sleeping.
1: Man. <laughs> that's what my wife said. She said, oh, I guess they just do that all the time. And I was like, <laughs> I know, But we were out there for like an hour and 20 minutes. And that was our first night in Cancun. So it was it was all good from there on. You know, from there on. No underwear. Uh, and locked out for the first, you know, hour and 20 minutes of her birthday. Man, that's <laughs>
2: great. It's always an adventure. Man, but you
1: know, everything happens for a reason because because I didn't pack any underwear, we wound up taking a taxi to the Walmart in Cancun, which is way different than the Walmart in America. Oh, okay. Way different. But I was real impressed with the way they were handling COVID shit. Is everything made in the United States in the (laughs) Walmart? Hell no. (laughs) Uh, Everything. You know the way that we have like corn in our Walmarts? It's like, it looks like the corn was grown locally. Yeah. That's how they're they're fucking mangoes and papayas. I mean, they had mangoes piled to the ceiling. And my wife loves mangoes. So we had to buy a bunch of them. But because I left my underwear, And I went to that Mexican Walmart. My taxi driver turned out to be such a cool dude that we wound up befriending him. And he was our taxi driver for the rest of the week. We called him directly. Him and his wife took me and my wife out for an entire day to like local cenotes and local spots where tourists don't get to go. So it wound up being like, the best bonus of the entire vacation because we would have probably done lame touristy shit, you mm-hmm. know, which we did. We, oh, yeah, swam with, we, we swam with turtles, you know, we went out on the the boat and uh, what is the catamaran mm-hmm. uh, and we did all that weird shit, but they took us to a local cenote. Do you ever been to a cenote?
2: Yes. Yes. It's
1: beautiful. Amazing, right? Changes yeah. your life, kinda. Yeah, yeah. To like really be in one and to think about what it is and like you're in the middle of a jungle, and it's just it's unreal. It's kind of unreal. So yeah, we went to uh, cenote. We had a beautiful experience there, man. We took some mushrooms with us. It was beautiful. That's
2: cool. <laughs> uh, Wayne. Yes. You, you, have, you have
1: Mexico, have
0: you? No, I have not. I've been. I've been uh, uh, close.
2: You you were you were at Taco Bell that doesn't like, that is not close. Yeah yeah that's Go exactly
0: ahead. what I was talking about. <laughs> like, the other day I went to the border. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no man. Um, the closest I've ever been to uh, Mexico was actually McT- McAllen, Texas, which is like the on oh. the it's on the border of Mexico yeah, and yeah. that's
1: a border town. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty that's pretty close. I mean that's where it's dangerous though. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're, it, it was hotel. it was pretty
0: crazy uh, area. So yeah.
1: That's, I feel not tourist. that's not a tourist spot. No, nah. no. Uh-oh. No, that was, no a, I was that was a stupidity I spot. Uh, I think it's. Nice. Do you have your passport? I do. Okay.
0: Me me me. No, I, I don't have, have a passport. passport. I don't have a passport. Vernon, you
2: you you've been to Mexico, Vernon? Um, not the original one. I've been to the new one. The new Mexico? new Mexico. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. That's good. And that's yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that. That's uh, that <laughs> I feel like the like the Albano Danny trio.
0: Yeah, because you look so much <laughs> like him. All the yeah, wrinkles, well, all I got, the
2: I got long hair. I got the face thing. Right. You know, yeah. I, I the, mean, sort of the big Mexican girl, the busty Mexican girl with the, with the sombrero on her head, on her chest. Right. You, I've got I've got like anorexic Polish chick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we tried to do it, but it, it didn't work out the same way when it came to the artist. So,
1: but anyway, it's a lot to take in. I just yeah. visually went through a whole thing there.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey
0: man, Small, I wanted to, I wanted to thank you again, man, for getting your boy Bear on our show. Man, he was such a cool dude.
1: Man, what a genuine character, right? Yeah, yeah man. He is, this guy, man. And I his, like Bear.
0: Me too, man. And his music's really fucking good, dude. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, you know, he's. You know, I love whenever these like slept on dudes come to me and they're like, man, can you help me out? And I'm listening to their music and I'm like, bro, you don't really need my help. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you should be doing just fine. You know, your shit is tight. And then they're like, no, my numbers are trash. And then I go look and I'm like, damn, why are they numbers trash? And it's weird because talent isn't really what's popping right now you know what I'm saying and for for an artist that's like been in the game for a long time I tell I tell other artists this right now like now's the time you got to get real creative bro because a record isn't gonna make shit happen for you there's a thousand records coming out every week
2: right you have to play that social media game with the different videos and the And everything you gotta you gotta be seen more than heard half the time yeah
1: yeah you you have to be seen you know like that was the whole reason why i even signed up to do a reality tv show it was just to have a gigantic commercial for the music right which because i knew nobody was gonna hear me outside of tennessee you know maybe a little bit in the southeast but Ain't nobody gonna hear me on the West Coast. Ain't nobody gonna catch me in New York.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, I, honestly, I I heard of I heard your name prior to
1: the TV show, but I never heard any of your music until the TV show came on. Yeah, and it I, was just—I mean—that was the reason. It was like shit. We've got just like Bear. It's like I try to tell Bear, I'm like, bro, you got good music. Now you need to create good content, you know. And I I told him, I was like, you know, I'm the type of person that now. I don't use really my face to sell anything, you know what I'm saying? Because, but I'm also to a point where I branded just the name Smo to where it alone doesn't need a face, you know right. what I'm saying? You know what comes with it. But for somebody like Bear, I'm like, I'm like, man, it's so hard to like brand something with like a dad face. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh yeah, trust <laughs> me, we know, we know.
1: <laughs> for For this industry, because you got to have like, you know, sex still sells even when it comes to, today's music and it, for a dude, like you got to have something about you. That's like, either you have to be like, uh, visually attractive, uh, or branded, or you have to be like your, your brand itself has to be a lifestyle that people, uh, are some nowadays, you know, it's kind of like whatever was set, in motion a year and a half ago it's just been stuck it's almost like with covid it's like since covid shit's just been stuck Mm -hmm. right oh yeah nobody's really crying nobody's really there's there's not been any growth the industry's been whack as fuck because nobody can tour uh i'm sure a lot of people that weren't prepared who the fuck was for a pandemic um financially got you know some harsh reality yeah uh i mean i know i wasn't prepared to stop working and and no. i had 2020 was looking real good for me you know i had took, taken over my even my own booking and was keeping that 10 percent for myself you know so and that shit matters um but you know I, it feels like since uh the pandemic and shit it's like there's been no growth and it's everything's been stuck and society's just kind of like stuck and uh for me i was like i looked at it and i was like you know what it's a good time for me to just slide on out the back door and hang out in the smoking section until i hear shit pumping back up so you know my retirement was something that was forced on definitely by covid not something that really i was choosing to do i still had 2020 and 2021 was already getting booked with shit so my plan wasn't to stop, but you know, I got forced into stopping. And since then I think it was a blessing because 2020 was like one of my best years for like self growth and mental health and all that shit because I was forced to sit still. Yeah. Um, so it's been a blessing and a curse at the same, but like, man, you know, I, uh, I'm excited for my next chapter, you know, and I'm excited. I'm, you know, going out to Oklahoma, and working in the cannabis industry uh, and taking the small brand to the medicated level, you know,
0: that's, that's gotcha. what I'm talking about, man. That's fucking awesome. Nice. dude. You know, like, uh, okay. So you, you are, you're completely retired from touring, but is that going to stop you from, from writing and making
1: music though? Oh no. I just wrote and recorded a song in here uh, yesterday, a Russian song. Whoa. All right. Yeah. I got like a <laughs> Russian, uh, I guess they're like country band. It's like country punk. What? Yeah. And they hit me up and they were like, uh, they were like, yo, I guess this dude had been to Tennessee and he was like, yo, if I come up with a track, like, will you get on it? I was like, fuck yeah. You know, that's, I can do that. So he sent me back. This track man It was crazy. Good. I was like, holy shit. I don't know what y'all are talking about. So I, but the music, <laughs> the music, awesome. I was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all are saying. I was like, yo, can you slide me some lyrics in English? So he sent me the translation and I was like, oh, it's about blackjack, you know? So I was like, all right, cool. Uh, wrote a verse, jumped in here and recorded it and shot it to him last night. So I'm just waiting on the mix to get back. Uh But yeah, I'm writing every day, man. I'm such a creative brain that I can't control my phone. I'm like, the only reason why I don't, I haven't reverted back to a flip phone is because I like to be able to have my notes and type lyrics on my phone. I just Uh, type.
0: I'm the same way, man. Like my phone has like, all the guests that are booked on our show I have like show listings of all the people that are on our show, what we need. I got and then all the um the actual shows that I book as in like for the little club out here, I have all that listed and all that shit. So, you know, it, I could put it in No, there's understand.
2: still
1: something to be said though with a with a
2: pen and a notebook.
1: Well yeah, it, well, is. it is. It, it is. Exactly, mm-hmm. you
2: know,
1: it is. They yeah. won't lie to you. Tried and true and no, nah, it won't lie and ain't nobody really reading it unless they're peeking over your corner. Yep. That's it. I mean over your shoulder. I don't know I said corner. I'm trying to type and talk at the same we time. We knew
0: we knew what you were talking about. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Come on. I, uh, my
1: my computer just uh said it was going de- uh dead so I'm telling my wife to bring me my charger. <laughs> <laughs> your computer's like, "Hey bro, I'm about to go to sleep, all right?" <laughs> yeah, it looked like it was like low battery. I was like, "Man, it was 100% when I started. We've been talking for 2 hours?" No, man,
0: not even not even an hour yet. <laughs>
1: Nah, it's, you know, it's an Apple. It's an old Apple. They all go bad. My phone is going bad. You can't even hear me talk to you through my phone unless I use my AirPods now.
0: Oh, man. My phone's the same way. I can't. Every time I try, like, uh Rumble try to call me or something. It'll come through, but when I go to answer it, nothing. No one can hear me. No one can. I can't hear them.
1: Even, go
2: to, I, I keep telling them, man, just go to Boost or something.
1: Yeah. Get Get something. <laughs> Verizon is a is like the devil's dick or something. It's like it is. It's so <laughs> terrible of it, all of it. It's it when you walk in there, if you even walk into a Verizon, your phone starts fucking up. It knows <laughs> you pull your phone out, and you're like, it was just working in the parking lot, and it's like, Matt, you came inside and you need to get a new phone. Guess what? You owe me now, boy. <laughs> we own you. <laughs> yeah, just technology. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't do doesn't... Apple stuff. I just always have bad luck with Apple stuff. I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with it. I just, I just that guy that never can do a damn iPhone. I just damn. can't do it. So yeah. I just, I just like of my old androids, and I'm, I'm happy, man. Yeah, I'm really
0: like, soft. I'm, I'm debating on switching over to the Android just for one reason, one reason only, is because Android, you can, uh, you can play your Xbox games on your Android now.
2: That, and you don't have to wait in line for eight hours to get the new one.
0: I don't need a new one, dude. I, I don't, I I don't know about you, man. I got some old ass iPhones. I don't even. I I don't care about the new thing. You know, the newfangled shit.
2: Oh. Your, your your iPhone still says Newton on it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a joke.
1: <laughs> mine, mine says Nokia.
2: <laughs>
1: it's all trash, man. It's all scam. It's all part of the terrible programming. It's all part of living in the this matrix we live in. Do y'all believe in that shit? I do. Char-
2: charging to to drink bottled water, charging you to 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 use free air. I mean, they charge you for everything.
1: Sims game, bro. It's all a it's all a Sims
2: game. I'm telling you, man.
0: That's great. Except uh,
2: except
1: we can actually understand what we're saying to each other. <laughs> it's, we, think, we think we can. Yeah, exactly. We, you think that you're talking to somebody. I'm probably just a part of the simulation. You I you, knew you, it. You, definitely, you may not even be talking to us right now. Right. You can't well, see it. Like, who really knows? We just agree with the reality that we've been fed. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you've ever done DMT, you know that there's more to <laughs> what's in front of you than what your <laughs> brain can see. Because when you smoke DMT, you go to You see things that weren't here before, you know, and it's like being able to look on a on like a parallel, you know, dimension. The damn Uh, vision
2: quest. That's what you're doing.
1: What's that? It's like a vision quest,
2: man. That's what you're doing.
1: Yeah, it's but you know, there's something there's something very real about it because DMT is a natural thing that is in our body and in our pineal gland, and it's something that constantly uh, is active in our life. You know, it's like, it is the passageway from, uh, being before you're born to being born. You know, you're as a baby, your brain is flooded. Your DMT, uh, floods your whole body for, and my, if my wife was here, she'd tell me for how long, but like, it's like for so long, you know, how babies are always like, ah, looking like real weird and shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, They're tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're tripping. They're seeing. ain't no telling what they're seeing because they're in this DMT experience. Because if you wasn't, I'd imagine being born would fucking suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, wear
2: like a a Halloween mask when a baby's born. So they think for a good portion of their life that this is what my parents look like. Really freak, them, like really freak them out. Like, I got a lizard face, or, you know, this is, I got like a horse head. No, man. Um, you know
0: what it is? Is when they come out, this. they actually see you for who you really are. That's why they fucking
1: freaking out. Cause we don't see, don't
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're, we we're don't all, see on that, we don't see on that dimension. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're born into the world on a different dimensional level, right? And it's mm-hmm. the same thing that happens when we die. Whenever we die, it's the same flood of DMT that lets us slip right off the same way that we came in. So if you don't believe like that, like taking DMT, I smoke DMT, taking DMT and experiencing that reality reality that it offers you like uh, on call rather than only when you're born or when you die, also when you sleep. You know, DMT, uh, secreting from your pineal gland when you're in REM sleep, that's why we dream. That's like what creates the dreams that we have that we see. It's it's part of a small REM DMT trip that we go into every night. It's oh, real deep. Say, oh, man. It
2: is, it is really deep, man. All I got to say is DMT, it's dynamite. Dynamite! Yes.
1: <laughs> J.J. It Walker is, uh, had it right. So i yeah, yeah, you guys did. ever want to do ayahuasca? Have you ever done that? Never, no, never have. What is that? I, <laughs> I have, but I've I've wanted to. I thought about it whenever I went to Mexico the last time. No, I mean I never gotta, did that. Now. You gotta I get in a some TP, some man, to do that. I know I did some weird shit in Mexico. Yeah, you can do weird stuff there. Uh, yeah, I think what else do they do? They take that frog and they scrape its skin, and then yeah. they. It's, yeah, there's I, stuff out there, man. Yeah,
2: a, there was a fucking. We were um, we were in I can't remember. We were in some fucking country, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we were going uh, we were going uh, tubing uh, in uh, in these, this cave system. It was very cool. It was very, and it's like these big crystals on the cave and stuff. Was it it was just, Belize? Like, yes, it was Belize. Thank you. Hey, I did and, that in Belize. You did is okay. You remember walking paths to get down to those caves, and there's like there's lots of vegetation. There's oh yeah. Lots of vegetation, and there is a plant there. Um, and uh, our guide, uh, he was like, uh, there was just a couple of us, and he was like, dude, he was like, what is this? And you know, he said he's looking at my hair. He says he goes, you, you smoke. <laughs> and I said I've been known This right here, man. This right here. You you take two leaves of this. You just eat, hold it into your tongue, chew it up a little bit, hold it into your tongue. He says, you will see your ancestors, I guarantee you, in those caves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and that should I, just come out everywhere. I would have done that. I went <laughs> in that caves, man. That was a trip, wasn't it? I've got that on the <laughs> video somewhere. I uh, love that, man. The, I had my GoPro in my head, and then I realized when I got in there, it was just dark. And I got this little lamp helmet on, mm-hmm. <laughs> which didn't light up anything. It was just a bunch of dark footage.
2: <laughs> It was so cool. And there was, um. I mean, we, I can't remember how many miles. There's, I think a, there's a total of like 69 miles or some, some long amount. We didn't do all of it. We did maybe about, maybe
1: a 12 mile. It was, it was beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, Serene. Special. I love yeah. Belize. You know, I went diving. When, I, I'm a scuba diver. So when I went to Belize, I went diving. I saw the most amazing shit ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: gorgeous, gorgeous place, man. Yeah. Love, love, love
1: the people there.
2: Love the the, the culture. Loved it all.
1: Man, yeah, I thought about uh, move, going back to that island. Uh, Hopkins is where we were at. Uh, was okay. It, I think it was, yeah, a little spot called, not an island, but a, just like a, a village called Hopkins. And man, you could get like a half acre of beach property for like $14,000. It was like stupid cheap. Yeah, yeah. And stupid me
2: getting there the first time I was there, and I, we're, we're walking around. And I'm trying to learn. I like to learn the history about where I'm at, you know, at least a little bit. I was like, I didn't know you could drive from there. It was a hell of a drive, but you could drive from there straight up, and you could get into the United States very easily. Yeah, easy. Thought just never gave it any thought. I was like, yeah. that was that was like a fucking road trip right there.
1: Yeah, No, you just gotta you know be prepared for anything on that road trip. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah but yeah you can do it man it's not on. uh their map says it can be done so and And that's what we that's what we uh, uh, like at the towards the end of our we start getting tired about traveling we're gonna take the bus down to mexico and just find a place somewhere down there to just park on the beach man because my wife she's she was a spanish teacher for eight years she speaks spanish very well and uh shit, she could go down there and get a job teaching English, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. Mexican kid. That's
0: great.
2: Sounds like you got it lined out, man. Shit.
1: I do, man. I got it all figured out, bro. I'm just riding the wave. It's going to be, it's going nice. to
2: be down there, man. We're going to be burning. me, Wayne. We're going to be, we're going to get a, a band. We're going to get a 1973 Chevy 20. We're going to jump in it because, and then we'll all quit our jobs. I think that'd be better. Let's do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> let's
1: open up a beach
2: ball. Yeah, dude. Hey, let's do great.
1: it. Let's do it. That'd be great, dude. dude.
2: Do something different. Don't do tacos. You don't want to do tacos
1: in Mexico. Uh, they just look. It's cool. all, you you got to do, to all, do all the plant based oh, well, <laughs> there you go. But we can do plant based hot dogs. We do really vegan hot vegan, hot vegan pizzas, vegan gluten free pizzas. There you go. They
2: take a lot, but you know, I, I we'll figure it out. We'll just wing it.
0: Hell yeah, I'm down. I just come a it.
2: couple of plants and plant them around the damn van. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true.
1: So I got like, uh, I've got some music that's coming out. Oh, I got, uh, Yeah, I got a. Oh. I got a song coming out fr- uh, Friday. No shit. Yeah, the 16th. Um, so what I did is I listened to my fans. A lot of them you know some people say my music is ahead of its time some of it uh, and my fans still like my old shit <laughs> so what i did is i just went back and i picked five of the classics re-recorded them reproduced them remixed remastered re everything like brand new records uh, my life in a jar is the first one that comes out Hell this yeah. friday cool and then we're just going to each month drop the you know another single uh let's see, we've got My Life in a Jar, uh Honky Tonkin, Country Boy Swag, Hell yeah. Kicking It in Tennessee, Old Dirt Road. Oh, that's gonna be a yeah, new, that's nice That's awesome, set. man. All right.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And we've got a couple of other bonus tracks that we're gonna maybe like one bonus track uh to add to it and you know, put out the put the whole thing out as an EP sometime, you know, in the fall. But I'm just gonna like kick back and put out a song every month and just let people enjoy it and you know see what happens uh, with like revamping some of the old songs uh while i'm working on a lot of the new stuff you know i still have i've still got probably about a 37 song catalog of songs that haven't been even really heard yet that's already been written and recorded i've just been sitting on wow uh, a lot of new material nice the timing doesn't feel right man i don't trust algorithms
0: yeah it's it's a pain in the ass because like even with even with the uh the podcast when you drop a podcast like like rum has his other show and then like i don't even see it half the time like i have to go and hunt it down on the algorithms and stuff and and like just our own show like trying trying to put push this out. I don't see it half the time, you know? So it's like, fuck
1: either. No, you know, and I don't even, I don't really fuck with social media anymore. I'd like deleted everything that I could on my Facebook page. You can't get rid of the whole, you know, you can't get rid of everything, but keep the page. I tried to just wipe the whole fucking thing clean. It took me like three days to get what I did get done, done. But like, I don't even get on my Facebook anymore. I think that that's part of the devil shit uh instagram i deleted all my posts on my instagram the only thing that we use instagram for right now is to like do the stories that link people to our to my website every day to let people know right you know hey i put a new blog on my website and then i give them a teaser whether it be a video or an image of what it's about to lead people to the website because yeah we reinvented, we like redesigned the website and we put together a new virtual meet and greet, uh, kind of like function. Um, because I'm not touring and people, you know, want to see me or whatever. I'm like, shit, people used to have to pay a club owner a hundred dollars to see for a show. Right. And, And most of the time I wouldn't get none of that money. I'd be lucky if I got half of that money, but, I always did meet and greets after the show, every show for free. Wow! I go to my I go to my merch table after every single show. Never did I skip a show through my whole career. As long as I didn't have to jump on the bus to get to the next show immediately, which I don't think that ever happened, maybe once. Straight to the merch table every time. Sometimes I sign autographs longer than I had performed. So (laughs) we offered the new virtual meet and greet, which we do via zoom. And, uh, man, fans are really loving it. At first we, you know, we were doing like 50 bucks and, uh, for a five minute, uh, hang and we, you know, got it all figured out where we can schedule it and everything. And then once we kind of paid for the website and the setup of all that, I was like, man, knock it down to like 25 bucks, you know? a lot of virtual meet and greets right here talking to my fans you know just hanging out uh and it's been that's been really cool so Dude, that sounds awesome uh it's something that I couldn't really do uh on Instagram or Facebook so it was cool to kind of like take the reins of the website redesign it you know what i'm saying i learned how to do wix and uh that's where we're at too. yeah you know you know you've got enough time to sit here and watch 10 tutorials you can figure out how to do anything so (laughs) just you know self-educated and then had a friend come on that was really good at coding to put it all together and make it all tick for me and uh you know the website's popping we do uh media (laughs) that's
0: awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ovation. I love uh,
0: that dude. Me.
1: <laughs> we do we do smoke and that we do a daily post. You know what I'm saying? A daily blog post. And me and my wife work on it together. And I feel like it gives us an opportunity to give people more than what you would get on a social platform. Right. Right. And then on, right. on the website, you can even chat with me. You know, you can go right to my website. And hit the chat button, and it texts me. You know, so like if my fans really wanted to get in touch with me, it's not hard. Like directly to me, and it's not you know. That's fair not, not having to jump through no, because you know you click on Instagram nowadays. You don't know what the fuck you're gonna be subject to yeah. as soon as it pops up. <laughs> but like you know, I'm I'm don't eat meat anymore. I open it and it's like you know something. It's like some meat food, or it's porn-looking type stuff. Yep. But I got it to where <laughs> it you can just hit this button. I got a smoke button now on my homepage. That's awesome. It take, yeah, and I got a video that shows you how to set that up. It's real easy, just a shortcut you add to your homepage on your phone. But, man, the website's popping, bro, and uh, I'm real Damn. happy with it. So make sure you go check that out, www.com. TheRealBigSmo.com. There you
0: go. Yeah, I was gonna say you better, you better plug that damn website, man. You've been talking about. Let's do it. Yes. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah, man. I want to. You know, I just want people to not have to jump down that dark, twisted rabbit hole of social media to be able to find me. Right. You know, Makes like sense. you don't have to go there. You can. Get, you can just go to my website. Everything's right there. So. That's fucking cool.
2: Uh, guys, I have to jump down a rabbit hole to go get some uh stuff for my wife man <laughs> don't man. do that <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyway, so it was it was really very cool talking to you i'm gonna leave you with these two gentlemen right now and uh I, I, i'll
1: hit you up later man i'm
2: all looking right.
1: forward to seeing all, you right man. all right man well you guys i really kind of have to do the same my wife no, you're not good, breathing man. down my neck you're good uh, But I appreciate y'all having me back on. Man, it's always like one of the best conversations. We have Uh, fun. Yeah, what it's about. And like like I
0: always tell you, man, you're part of our family now. So, you know, you always welcome on the show.
1: Bro, I really appreciate it. And I try to send y'all some good people. I know, you know, good people to talk to might be hard to come by. I know I have a hard time. Yeah, it's been Uh, tough a while, man. <laughs> but uh, I'll continue to send good people. Hey, uh, did you ever have the podcast with Brian Todd?
0: Uh, we had we had it scheduled, but he had to reschedule for something. Something went down, so he rescheduled. But we got him on the list, so he's gonna he's gonna be on pretty soon.
1: He rescheduled with me too.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah. That's
1: Man, like... Some sometimes they just don't hear. It. No, I'm just joking <laughs> Brian Todd, guy. He, he's really. Dude, he's like Bear. Like I oh, swear, sweet. He's so much. He's a lot like Bear. Uh, I, I want to gonna... get you guys to talk to uh, – I want to put you all on with Mr. Sneed. Okay. Uh, you know, Mr. Sneed and I have been working together for, you know, 14, 15 years from back in the day from the uh, American Made album. Oh, nice. And, uh, he was the original producer for the first Boss of the Sticks. Okay. They came out. So I've been working with him for a while. He's also featured on the new – country boy swag that's going to drop on this classic ep oh, uh, country boy swag's never been on a streaming platform other than youtube with a music video really yeah so this is huh? going to be the first time country boy swag is available on spotify itunes and all that shit oh that's fucking cool dude that's awesome yeah, so we're excited about that. and we're going to be dropping some music videos with most of this stuff too uh and the audio book comes out
0: whoa yeah huh?
1: Forgot to mention My Life in a Jar, the single, comes out Friday, and then that's gonna be promoting the the audiobook to my autobiography, My Life in a Jar, The Book of Smoke. So cool. you'll have the, the single and the audio book coming out in the next month and a half.
0: Nice, dude. I look forward to that, dude. That's pretty that's fucking right. right.
1: Yeah, man. You gotta check out my audio book. It's me reading it, you know, for the most part, me and my wife and my wife's brother. Cool. Shout out to brother Ben. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, that's what I got coming up. And as always, you know, check me out. I got my podcast, uh, Smono's podcast on Spotify, and uh, we try to put it on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, you know where to find me. I'm Hell not yeah. hard to find.
0: Oh, yeah, dude, you know, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to set up something where uh, I can send you a couple guests on your show, man. I got a couple guys that uh, I think you'd be really cool to hang out with you. Actually, one yeah. of our one of our new co hosts, his name is uh, his name is Josh. He goes by Jab Leon on uh he's a hip hop artist, man. You gotta check him out, dude. You think you really like him, dude.
1: Jab Leon. Yeah. How do you spell that?
0: J-A-B-L-E-O-N-E. Jab Leon. Jab Leon. It's two words. Jab Leon.
1: Yep. Huh. I think you dig it, a- man. Let's see. Jab Leon, new album coming soon, entitled "I Am Air. Yep, that's him. Bam, I'm gonna follow him right now. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. I think nice. you really like him. Uh well, he, but uh, no just gave him a follow. You got it. as will. <laughs> yeah, um, awesome, man. Thanks. I'll I'll check his shit out right now. Yeah, cool, man.
0: But look, like I said, dude, you're always welcome on this show. You know that. You know you you know we consider you part of our M H O G family. So anytime you ever want to just come on and just shoot the shit, you know, you're always welcome. Hell, you can even come on and uh, co-host a show or two with me. You can come interview some other people (laughs) with us. That's all good, you know.
1: Man, I sit in on anything. If it feels like it might be uh, interesting, hit me up and let me know. I'm game.
0: You got it, dude. You got it. Fucking right. Well, guys, uh, again, thank you all for joining us. I was your host, Wayne. I was your co-host, Vernon. And I was your guest, Smo. That's right. And thanks awesome. to thanks to Justin for uh, joining us for a little while when he could. Uh, his wife's got him on a leash. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> hey, remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it,
2: <laughs> a, a, a metal!
0: metal! Yeah!
2: yeah.